Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hi, hello, and welcome to the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here today. You can find the pod all over the place, including Spotify, the WDBO app, WDBO.com as well. You can also find me on the radio each and every morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us there in the WDBO app. Okay, we're going to get to Brian Kilmeade here on the Inez Says Podcast shortly, but wasn't it Harry Truman who coined the phrase, the buck stops here, right? The buck stops here. He was well known for that motto. I think President Joe Biden's slogan should be, the buck stops with everyone else but me. Biden addressed the state of the economy on Tuesday of this week, and he said this. He actually said that his administration has made extraordinary progress with the economy. Let me repeat that. All right. For those of you who are struggling to pay the exorbitant gas prices and grocery bills, Joe Biden actually said that his administration has made extraordinary progress with the economy. And of course, the president blamed all economic hardship on COVID-19 and Russia, 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 Putin, Putin, Putin again. And he did it with a straight face in this news conference. Of course, it didn't have anything to do with his energy policies or his incompetence on the economy, his slowness to react, reckless spending of tax money. Nope. It was all Putin and COVID's fault. I've got a portion of that news conference I want to play for you right now here on the Inez Says Podcast. And beware of the whisper, by the way. I know you got to be frustrated. I know. I can taste it. Frustrated by high prices, by gridlock in Congress, by the time it takes to get anything done. Believe me, I understand the frustration. But the fact is, congressional Republicans, not all of them, but the mega Republicans are counting on you to be as frustrated by the pace of progress, which they have everything, they've done everything they can to slow down, that you're going to will hand power over to them and enact so they can enact their extreme agenda. Look at their agenda. We'll put up on a web page somewhere, I think I can do this, the Scott plan. It's in writing. We need a government focused on what families actually need. So I urge all Americans to think about the path I've laid forward. We're going to have to do more beyond what I laid forward. But then think about the Republicans in Congress are actually proposing. Which path is right for you and for your family and, quite frankly, for America? Let's build on the extraordinary process and progress we've made instead of tearing it down. Let's focus on what matters. This really matters to average Americans. 
And during this news conference, in response to a reporter's question about taking any responsibility for inflation, Joe Biden stated, I think our policies help not hurt. What world is this guy living in? Again, the guy blames everybody but himself and even CNN. CNN the other day fact checked Joe Biden. That might be a first. They fact checked Joe Biden on his statement that he should get credit for reducing the federal deficit. Even CNN was like, what the flippity flop is he talking about here? So I don't know what world Uncle Joe is living in right now. And Brian Kilmeade certainly does not. You can hear Brian every weekday morning, 9 to noon, after Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. So we talk about Joe Biden. We also talk about his crazy schedule and how much he sleeps. Here's that conversation now. Seriously, Brian, how much do you sleep at night? Like the over and under is about three and a half hours. About that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. What about and, you? And you can function okay? I mean, my day isn't as long as yours is. You, you, I mean, you're, you're going early, you're going late, you're going in the middle of the day. It's unbelievable. You know, it's just a good opportunity. I, th- I think you thoroughly understand it. Yeah. Uh, if they need you, they say, hey, like today I'm doing the five. Yep. Okay. Yep. You know, Jesse hurts his back. So, hey, Brian, we need you at seven. So, yep. um, you know, what you're doing is you're just sacrificing your personal life. And with my two kids in college and one working for the USFL in Birmingham, all I have to do is check in with my wife, find out if it's okay. Yeah. And she understands, you know. Let's get on to the president here blaming Putin, blaming COVID, blaming ultra mega supporters, blaming everybody else but himself for inflation. Does Joe Biden actually think that anyone, Democrat, Republican, independent, thinks that he is not in charge of what is going on right now, Brian? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know who is. Like, for example, you know, when Ronald Reagan was in office, they started saying at the end of his term, you read these books, you know, he had a lot, a lot of great people around, him. you know, and Jim Baker was there and um, you had uh, a lot of uh, and Dick Cheney was there and there was some like very experienced people. So he could pull back and give it to his cabinet secretaries and but I don't think that Joe Biden assembled an A-team for Democrats either. I mean, he doesn't even – David Axelrod, I thought, was really competent. You, you know, you look at Jay Johnson on Homeland. He's very competent. He might not be your pick if you're a Republican listening. But you go, okay, these guys know what they're doing. I mean, I look at the border. Mayorkas is the worst ever, the worst vice president I've ever seen in my lifetime. If you tell me he has economic advisors to know what they're doing, they're hiding it well. So you have the Treasury Secretary who says abortion is going to hurt the economy, this uh, Roe v. Wade 1973 ruling. Uh, that's really going to affect the economy, and it's important, important as we, uh, we uh, try to avoid inflation to look for, make sure we're environmentally sensitive. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then the president yesterday trying to jam this ultra-maga yeah. lying down our throats through Jen Psaki. He goes, well, look at what Rick Scott will do. And I went, okay, he has a 12-point plan, <laughs> yeah. one of which, even if you make $50,000, you should put $2 in taxes in. Well, look what they want to do. They just want to up everybody's taxes. Well, excuse me, uh, they're not in power. That was one guy's idea, and it might be great, it might be bad, but Mitch McConnell has not embraced it. So they just decide to reach for something, and to me, it's the opposite of leadership. 
Yes. The opposite of everything we learned in school, the opposite of everything you learn in sports. When things get tough, you take responsibility. Yes, absolutely. People don't want to hear that nonsense. You know what we want to hear? And you're absolutely right. We want to hear a strong leader. We want to hear a vision. We want to hear a plan to get us out of this inflation wasteland. And instead, it's the same old nonsense talking about ultra MAGA. What is that? I mean, it's it's comparable to, uh, to Hillary Clinton's deplorables. I mean, why are we going off on the ultra MAGA? crowd when the Democrats have control of the House, the Senate, and the White House. Oh, but he said yesterday, he answered your question specifically. Well, what we don't have, we really don't have any advantage in the Senate, he said. He said, I need 60 votes to get anything done, so can't really get anything done. <laughs> it's amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. It, it, it really yeah. is. And, and now we've got this small group of pro-abortion protesters picketing in front of Nancy Pelosi's house in san francisco of all homes to protest in front of they're condemning pelosi and her party as complicit if i mean if they're going after pelosi who's next brian yeah i, I have a huge problem with them going to people's houses i think it's terrible i i mean you're not going to get anyone to serve anywhere so like if it bothers you you know you and i are in businesses where people criticize so, all right but they start going after your family and your kids in school and yeah i know what your husband does he's terrible that, that's when it's like, hey, what are you doing again? You know, why am I dealing with this? So why are you making, you know, a modest salary uh, as a government official and my eight-year-old is being screamed at as he tries to get on a bus, wants to know why they're saying vile names about their father? And I'm talking about today they're doing a walk-by in every single Republican, uh, excuse me, conservative Supreme Court justice's house. And Jen Psaki will not, uh, will not condemn it. Say, so, well, you have a right to protest, just keep it peaceful. Okay, should we go to her house? Yeah. Should we go to her house? How does she feel about that? You want to, you want to go to the uh, the observatory? Though there's no problem with the vice president. You want to go to the White House? No problem. You have a ton of security. These other people don't. And now you have Justice Alito had to leave his house. It's an embarrassment. Think about what people are saying around the world. And, and it has everything to do with intimidation. It has nothing to do with protesting because, to me, the message here is we know where you live, Justice Alito, Justice Kavanaugh, Coney Barrett, whoever, Roberts. We know where you live. That's a threat. That's not protesting to me. Well, I mean, Kavanaugh's got to say this is probably not worth it. I mean, if he could probably do it again, I'm sure he would reject <laughs> Yeah. The nomination. I mean, he's been through hell since then. They don't even let him coach basketball anymore. Yet it's supposed to be one of the most prestigious positions in the world. He gets canceled from giving speeches. You know, Alito has been doing this uh, for a while. I think he knows what was coming. But, you know, Kavanaugh has been defamed. He gets the job, and they still are uh, all over him. Just as uh, Coney Barrett, he's, he's got real little kids. So, I mean, they, uh, they, they, they have to hear it. So, and plus, you know, kids want normalcy. They don't want to be picked up and bring to an uncle's house. Yeah. So, and we got to see it now. Imagine the decision hasn't even come down yet. Imagine when the decision comes down. Thanks to Brian Kilmeade for coming on the Inez Says podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast. You can find me on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.